you worked last night? Yep. It's my oh. weekend to work. Friday, <clears throat> Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, so you gotta go to sleep tonight. <clears throat> no, it's part of it, though. I'm, I'm normally up about 10.30. <sighs> that way it just... I usually feel like I've been in a car wreck if I sleep too. That's, I think part of that. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Too many times. <sighs> All right. I guess we'll get it going. Welcome back to Creator's Dementia. And as you can see, if you are watching and if you are listening, you're about to find out. Alan has come back to join Creator's Dementia. And it is highly possible he might join us full time. So it won't only be me rambling and shooting the shit anymore. I'd actually have someone to talk to, which would be a hell of a lot more entertaining than just listening to me alone. Alan, go ahead, tell them that you're coming full time. (laughs) I do the Jeopardy thing, but I don't have even enough rhythm to do that. (laughs) So it's still possible. Yeah. Uh, he had so much fun the last time, and I know all of you actually enjoyed it. And I mean, it seems like everybody enjoys it more when I actually have someone else to talk to. So, and where Alan is actually local, he can actually come and do this instead of all the people I have interviewed are in a whole another time zone most of the time. <laughs> so, hopefully, we can convince him to stay, and then it'll be a whole another logo change, which I'm okay with. I can do that. It's fun to create logos. But today, uh, we are going to discuss the topic of heroes and villains in movies, stories, you know, just the whole general concept. So I'm going to go ahead and let Alan start us off and see what he actually defines as a hero and a villain. Uh, You know, this is one of them subjects that's a like a rabbit hole you know you start going on it and there's so many different things you look up i mean it you'll start following one all the way down uh my definition of a hero i guess you could say is that they have the empathy to do what's right by sacrificing what they want and versus a villain you know even though they may believe what they're doing is right it doesn't matter how they get there I mean, they're just wanting to push on through. Yeah, that I think that's the most dangerous type of villain is the one who thinks they're doing something right, even though it's completely wrong. Yeah, like a almost. I think you call that a neutral villain. Yeah, it's a. Uh, those are my favorite types of villains. That's the kind of the one that I stuck in a lot of stories is the uh, the villain who will do anything at any cost to follow their true belief in what is right, even though it is completely going to destroy everything around them. I mean, when, when, one thing I like about the villain part of that, like you were saying, is that you get so many of the, even in the stories, the movies, you get so many of the hero part of it. It'll come to a, down to a major decision, and you know nobody's going to make that decision, so they force the hero to do make that major decision just to push the story along. Mm-hmm. Versus the villain, they're like, they can make a sacrifice. Yep. You know, we can lose a person or two. But uh, that way it just grows in that person as bad as it may sound. Yeah. Kind of like in uh, The Men of Steel when uh, Superman had General Zod in the headlock and he broke his neck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he screamed and cried. And yeah. there was a big theory saying the only reason he cried and screamed was because 
uh, Zod's laser vision actually killed the people that was at the other end of the room because it never showed if they survived. Mm-mm. But I do believe it's because he had to kill another Kryptonian and Superman doesn't kill. Exactly. The, there, uh, you know, and one thing I liked about the I like about the DC universe with the heroes versus the villains is that you know with Marvel they pull back a whole lot. They mm-hmm. they try to make it as realistic as it possibly could be made with a comic book. But DC, when Superman is fighting generals, they're just leveling a city. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just then, then it comes down to that one moment where these three people are, three people are going to die and it's a as it's a question of do I kill him or kill them? And they is no telling. Five thousand people just died in that battle. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean that Metropolis basically almost got leveled down. Yeah, <laughs> and like I know in Avengers and stuff, of course, you know the big aliens coming through, but that's different because they were set on destroying New York. But no. with Man of Steel, it was Superman and General Zod fighting and destroying the <laughs> city while they were fighting. So yeah, completely different. Uh, is a what do you call it a reaction to what they was doing you know <laughs> yeah. it's not a direct effect yeah that's what i was looking for the yeah. effect of it mm. but, uh, if, if you had to choose who would be your favorite hero and villain if you had to pick start with the hero first uh, of course superman i mean that's that's a given yeah. that's a given uh in dc universe it'd be a tie with superman and green arrow and then with Marvel, Thor and Captain America. Those would be my... I mean, I got... that. Those are my characters, hands down. Uh, now, villain-wise... Um, what's his name? Deathstroke is a good okay. villain. And a lot of people want to say Joker. Even though I do like his manic tendencies... He's not, I mean, he, he's maybe in my top 10, but he's not in my f- top five. No. Uh, but, um, yeah, Deathstroke is a good villain to me. And that's with DC. And then, of course, Lex Luthor, because. Well, he's huge. He, he don't have no power. Right. I mean, he's. Mind powers. He just wants power. <laughs> He doesn't have powers. He wants power, and uh, and the Marvel. I would. I don't. Know, Loki, of course, in the movies, he's more of an anti-hero. Yeah, exactly. He, he does. You know, he's kind of he swings with both. Uh, Loki would have to be my favorite villain, as well as I don't want to say Ultron because he's just too. I, he was too. Mu- it was too much of an yeah. anti-villain. I did. I think that's why that part of it fell short yeah he was just too much of a back and forth yeah it was I guess uh, he he was trying to make a definition of an anti-hero yeah without him but that's just my opinion on that one but Uh, Thanos is a good one because he was the type of villain that thought what he was doing was right and he was going to do it at any cost to do it yeah Thanos' behavior although manic it was still based on principle. Yeah, he he thought that the genocide of a few <laughs> was greater. Yes, would create balance throughout the universe. Yeah, yeah. So. And all right, birds, don't make me put you up. That's just Jeremy over there. 
<laughs> She's back. No. <laughs> uh, but uh, Venom. Oh yeah. Venom's a good one. He is. I think they played him more of a almost of a hero. He's he's like an anti-hero this, as well in, in this new series they've yeah. got him in. Yeah, with uh, Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, see, that's a whole concept that the first or not the first the well the first Spider-Man three <laughs> they screwed it up big time. Yeah. It was still a decent concept. Do not get me wrong, but they completely went off track with that Venom. version of Venom. And no hate toward uh, what's his name? Oh, I would He Eric. plays on that seventy show. <laughs> yeah, Eric, Eric from show. that seventy show. No hate towards him. He's he you know he he did what he could. He was decent at it, but he was he was not the venom. That, no, he wasn't a Tom Hardy. No, he was not Tom Hardy. He didn't he didn't carry the arrogance and cockiness that Venom fed on. Right. Yeah. You know? He was just. A, a bitch. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was just a little bitch. I mean, because it even says it in, in the... I can't remember... Of course, in the 90s, I used to watch The Spider-Man. Mm, yeah. It was... I, I consider it the best Spider-Man. <laughs> Peter Parker was freaking built. built. <laughs> and he had the He-Man hair. Oh, yeah. You know, the big comb over. <laughs> yeah. But, of course, they had all the greats in there. They had Venom. They had yeah. Clay. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, Hobgoblin, Hobgoblin, Goblin, uh, Doc Ock. Yeah, they, yeah, they had, had all of them. Yeah. And, they, and they, it was actually portrayed like the comic books. I yeah. Thought. What really got me with the Amazing Spider-Man movies was who played Rhino at the very end of Amazing Spider-Man Two. Who was it? Paul Giamatti. Oh, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I could see it now. It was yes, like I did not expect that, and his whole sit was mechanical. Yeah, which you know he's a little guy anyway. Yeah, I mean it was a uh, good for it. You know the age that they brought the movie into, yeah. but yeah, Paul Giamatti. No, no, oh. don't do that. <laughs> oh, blessing, <laughs> blessing. I liked him in Big Fat Liar. That was oh, a good one. Yeah, when he jumped in the pool. I've got some pool dye at home. I'm going to try that with the girls. Gosh, that movie is old. I just set the standard of where we're getting to, don't it? Yes. Me and a, a, a Corey came over the other day, and we was talking. Of course, every time he comes... Off topic, by the way. Every time he comes <laughs> over, uh, he likes to reminisce about the old days. Oh, yeah. And one thing that we discussed was what they define as classic rock now. And I'd be damned if my favorite band that I grew up with that started in the late 90s, Linkin Park, is oh, now considered classic rock. Especially with the loss of that scene. And yeah, it's classic. <laughs> it's, I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> Slowly encroaching upon us. So. Yes. Well, was that... that uh, Facebook meme where it says so um, this event happened 30 years ago and people's like yeah 1970s is like no no 1990 no. 1990 I'm like god bless <laughs> I know we're coming up on our 25 year class reunion <laughs> oh, oh yeah we're in 2023 am I on 15 2007 it happens with that older age you know we tend to forget things <laughs> forget why we're here too <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, my 15-year reunion was last year. I don't even think we done anything. They didn't uh, plan anything. Oh, really? Johnny had hers 20-year reunion this year. Last Well, last year. Yeah. Last year. Jeez. Yeah, that no. says a lot to where, we're, where our age is. <laughs> and yet, here we are, talking about heroes and villains. <laughs> talking about the greatest thing ever. Greatest mm. thing ever. I think, I think my favorite <clears throat> for DC, not DC right now, but for Marvel, my greatest hero or my bet favorite is Doctor Strange. I freaking love. Okay, yeah, yeah. he's he is in my top five. I mean, he got, he he's one of the best character growth. Yes, as far as and but even though he's got his mystical powers now, he is still arrogant. Yes, especially in the newer movies. <clears throat> so speaking of Doctor Strange, before sorry, but no, uh, you're fine. I want because I got asked this question too. Who is a greater uh, sorcerer slash sorceress? Wanda Maximoff or Doctor Strange? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I always I pick Doctor Strange. Oh, I do too. He's more flexible with what he does. Right. And he's not reached his full potential yet. No. Even at the, of course, everybody don't know the comic books right. now, but they're just going off the movies. Even the way the newer Doctor Strange ended mm-hmm. with his third eye, yes. it, it just what it... The potential unlocks. If they go by the comic books on the next one, it's going to get <coughs> funky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And <clears throat> right now, uh, where they've, of course, if you ain't seen Endgame, then that's on you. It's been a while. You know, Iron Man's dead. Captain America's gone. All that. Uh, you know, everybody's story's still going to continue. And I think the best two that's going to keep going is Guardians and Doctor Strange's. Yeah. They get the most room, room for growth yes. right now. Of course, Iron Man's gone unless you know they do a whole multiverse again oh, where he comes I, back. I, I hope not. I really don't. There I, are I rumors. Like it. I like. I sort of like it, but if if it's a way, I know Marvel has a way of killing off people like Gamora and bringing them back. Yeah. But that was such a strong. You know, of course, that's a, a lot of people would consider Iron Man anti-hero. Yeah. yeah. You know, with the especially with the events in Civil War. Exactly. Yes. You know, and he was a dick. Oh yeah, I mean without a doubt, but I think his death at the end of Endgame was such a profound thing. When yeah. he covered it, I think it'd take away from the Marvel yeah. if they bring him back as a full fledged character. Right? Yeah. Like you know, it would be nice if Robert Downey Jr. did come back, but he doesn't need to. Kind of right. like Chris Evans. I you know I like how he done Captain America's farewell. He got mm-hmm. to be happy and grow old with Carter. I'm fine with that. And now Falcon is Captain America. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Falcon <laughs> is going to make a badass Captain America. See, I've not seen him as Captain America. You ain't seen Winter Soldier and Falcon? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It is phenomenal. I'm I'm behind on catching up. I, I just finished She-Hulk the other day. <laughs> She-Hulk was freaking amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I did not expect it. Oh, I didn't either. Like Her and Deadpool's fourth wall break is See, in, ridiculous. Initially, she did it before... She-Hulk did it for Deadpool, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, a lot of people don't know it. You, you, useless information. Yeah. <laughs> In the comic book, she would break the fourth wall. Yeah. Well, like the way they ended the, the first season of She-Hulk, mm-hmm. it caught me by surprise. I was like, really? This is how they're going to do it? And then, after I thought about it, I'm like, there was no other way they could have. No, it mean, was good. It's a good ending. It's yes. like, it took a minute to catch up with and uh, yeah. oh, uh, another uh, a favorite in mine, uh, Daredevil. 
Yes, Daredevil. Him. Now, I don't care what anybody says. Ben Affleck was awesome as Daredevil. Yeah, he was. And they're not going to change my mind about it. <laughs> Electra sucked, but Ben Affleck, ben Affleck was, was awesome. Yeah. And he was a great Batman. He was. Daggone it. And he, he did good with both like Michael Keaton did. Yeah. He was a good yeah. Bruce Wayne and a good Batman. And not just one or the other. Exactly. Like Christian Bale. Good Batman. And he was an okay Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And Val Kilmer? No. George Clooney? Hell no. <laughs> just, but, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> I hate, I hate, I know he's in the new Flash movie. Ah, yes, uh, he is. But I think that that's the last Ben Affleck plays yeah. as Batman. Well, they're, if I'm not mistaken, Jason Momoa is not going to be Aquaman anymore either, but he's going to come back as a, a different DC hero. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that James Gunn <sighs> is rebooting the series, and that really, I'm like, no, I'm done, yeah. I'm done with it. I mean, I mean, yeah. I just, if there's anything that Marvel mm. has been good at is being consistent with their heroes, mm-hmm. I mean, with their story, whether they pull off, and I thought with this, the way he did uh, Justice League, right. when he re- re- re-released the James Gunn edit of it. Uh, oh, the Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder edit. Yes. I thought. Oh, this is taking a new direction. I haven't even seen that yet, but I've heard amazing things. Like, it's, it's so much better than the original. It's a different movie. Yeah. Totally different. Like, Superman shows up in a solar suit, which is badass. Mm-hmm. And the fight scene at the end, totally different. With Steppenwolf? It's, with Steppenwolf. It's totally different. Mm. Steppenwolf looks different. Really? Yeah, he actually looks badass on mm. that. Beat, if you can't say ass on here. Yeah, yeah, I say fuck shit damn all the time. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah. It's adult. We're all good. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. But oh, yeah, my gosh, the Jack Snyder, the Jack, <laughs> they, they like the Jack Snyder edit, too. Apparently. Hey, calm down. I think it's the black kit. Probably. Yeah, Mary uh, renamed the male bird to Romeo because she, when she got the female bird, now it's Romeo and Juliet. So I asked her, I said, so are they going to meet their end like they do in the play? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got an excuse now. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm, it was a joke. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, no, that's funny. Okay, so <laughs> Doctor Strange is your hero. Yeah. Uh, do you have another on the DC section? Uh, DC section. I, I was actually just thinking about that. No, let me rewind for a second. DC, DC. Do, 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 do. Um, you know, I would honestly say Batman. Batman? Yeah. Just Can't go wrong with Batman. No, the older Batmans, like uh, Michael Keaton, yeah. uh, Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. because they... Like I said, Kristen Bell, the the trilogy yeah. is great. That's I mean, it, it's it's a fantastic series. But as far as the character itself, I think Batman because he is human. Yeah. But well, I guess I guess I honestly consider Batman as an anti-hero. If if you think about it, uh, you look at it this way: Batman, Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne, he is a millionaire or a billionaire. Yeah. My bad. Now he spends his days. Spending his money, yeah, on cool ass suits, yeah, rides, jet planes, and everything, yeah, going out. And granted, there is no telling how many bad guys he's catches, right? But if you want to look at it on 
a human humanitarian type. He's not tackling what the problem is. Poverty in Gotham, the financial in Gotham, and not to mention all the damage he does, the buildings he destroys. Huh. You know, Gotham doesn't have the resources. To, uh, <laughs> right. But to, Bruce Wayne does. <laughs> but does he? Um, he's a billionaire. Yeah. He's got some cool toys and cool suits. <laughs> yeah. Fast and he, cars. And he decked out a bat cave. Yeah. But, but yeah. I would consider him my favorite hero. Anti-hero. And, and <laughs> hero, anti-hero. Uh, huh. Hmm. I have to thought, I like Mr. Freeze. <laughs> nice to meet you, Batman. <laughs> oh, talking about anti-heroes and anti-villains, uh, of course, I know you like the George Clooney. Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, the was it Va- uh, was it Val Kilmer in '97, Batman and Robin? <clears throat> Batman and Robin with Mister Freeze. That was was that Kilmer? That no, that was Clooney. That was Clooney. Yeah, because uh, Riddler and Two Face was, was Kilmer. That was Batman Forever. Okay. Uh, on Batman and Robin, yeah, when Mister Freeze was there, and it, and it shows how I think is a good indication. It shows how when are they anti-villain or when are they a hero? Because mm-hmm. the movie is all about Batman and Robin, right? And Mister Freeze trying to steal all these crystals and stuff, make money to save his life. Yeah. So where it's about Batman and Robin, they're the heroes, and he's an anti-villain. Yeah. What if? They made a movie about Mr. Freeze. And he's going through, he's stealing. It shows him losing his wife to this disease and him putting her in hibernation and him go, having the time to go throughout the, the Gotham yeah. and collect all this money and stuff. So is he an anti-hero or an anti-villain now since the movie is all based on him right, and not Batman and Robin? <laughs> Well, so uh, according to the movie, <laughs> he would technically be an anti-hero. Yeah, just because. He would be on that thin line. Yep. Uh, he does bad stuff for a good a reason. reason. Yeah. Now, Poison Ivy, she's just a, a bitch uh, in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but she did get treated like crap. And she did, I mean, she's all... <clears throat> Eco-friendly. Yeah. You know, she goes after the big companies that want to... So she has a focus. Yeah. But she doesn't care that people get hurt along, hurt along the way. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> hurt, hurt, get hurt Not sponsored by hurts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, people get hurted along the way. Yeah. But... I think Uma Thurman actually done pretty good with that did. one, too. I think she did a really good yeah. way of just personifying it. Yeah. I mean, of course, you watch it now, it may be a different story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, my goodness. But, you know, in that movie, she said so many people to kill in so little time. Mm-hmm. So, technically, she is a villain. A villain, yeah. Yeah. By that standard right there. Like, yeah. Mr. Freeze did, didn't try to kill anybody. He was just robbing places to get money to, to buy crystals to keep his wife in cryogenics. Yeah, and freezing people along the way. Yeah. Uh, they didn't die. They just froze. Just froze. Did not say they froze to death. They were just frozen. Do you, do you think heroes are born? Are I they think they are made. Made. Yes. Circumstances in their life will... That's the you know, same way with villains. You know, if there's certain aspects in their life that come forth to them to where they have to make a decision on whether to cross the line to become a villain or stay on the line to be a hero. 
you know, with Superman, yes, he he is all powerful. You know, he's got mm-hmm. he's super strength and everything, but he could have easily used that to take over the entire world and chose not to. Yeah. And and you know, way DC is rebooting right now. And I'd even heard, I don't know how true it is, that The Rock is not going to do Black Adam again. See, that's going to make me mad. I haven't even seen the movie yet, but... Oh, it's it's a killer movie. I heard amazing things about it, and, you know, The Rock was... He has been trying to get Black Adam in theaters for years. years. Yep. And if they do away with Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam, I will lose all faith in the DC Cinematic Universe. I mean, because... Just like they did with Henry Cavill. Oh, I know. As, of course... Uh, I'm almost I'd, done. I'd even heard that he's not doing The Witcher now. He's not. He's actually uh, bringing Warhammer to the screen. Yep. Well, the last, well, I watched the last Warhammer. Uh-huh. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. But it needed some work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, with Black Adam, I mean, you got... it. Can, he, just that one character connects the Shazam mm-hmm. with the Superman. Mm-hmm. I mean, these... Um, one thing DC does good, and you probably agree, is the uh, the cartoons. Yeah, they do really good. And there's one cartoon where Sh- Superman battles Black Adam with Shazam. Yes, it's, they're all fighting right there. Yes, right. see, that's one of Superman's weaknesses is magic. Yep. So, yeah, magic and kryptonite are the, yep. and of course, you know, many forms of kryptonite. There's red, yellow, green, all of it, <laughs> all affects him. But yeah. Magic, because even in Smallville, when Zathura, I uh, probably just butchered that name. <laughs> uh, sh- mm, no, I'll have to look that up, because Zathura is a movie with uh, the Kirsten Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> the board game. Right? Yes. Oh, I just made myself mad. All right. Let's go to Google real quick. <laughs> We're, yeah, I'm, I'm not messing that up again. In DC, what's her name? Zatanna. I knew it started with a Z. <laughs> Zatanna. She appeared in Smallville, and she was almost an anti-hero at the beginning of the episode. But her magic did affect Clark the entire time. They had a, they interviewed him when Lois and Clark. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, not Lois and Clark, but Smallville. Yeah. He's bald headed now. Tom Willing? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, for uh, the Winchesters. Yep. Yes. Because uh, I watch, or I listen to Talkville. He just looks so, you can see, yeah. you see, like, he looks familiar. Yeah. Because they was interviewing him about Smallville. Mm hmm. Yeah. About, uh, he was talking about, there's one part where he's, he catches a bullet. Mm hmm. Yeah. Or he shoots right there. Yes, I listened to that one not too long ago. Oh, uh, how hard it was. He said sometimes he'd get this, but he wouldn't get the pop. Or... Yeah. He said something so... A scene that's so simple was so hard to put yes. together. Yeah. But, yeah, he said that was one of the hardest things to mimic was a gunshot because it didn't have no recoil and there was no actual sound. It was all placed in there. So he just... <laughs> uh, you know, he could have played it off. Said, well, I was Superman, so it right. either. Yeah. No recall, no hit. Yep. But Smallville was fantastic. And if you enjoy Smallville, go listen to Talkville on Spotify. It's amazing. Oh, that reminds me. I don't know if you can see it. Merch. 
Look He's wearing the Zed shirt. The Zed right. Zed rising. Look at that. <laughs> Pretty cool. They fit well. They fit to the frame. Go so. get the print. <laughs> so, remember, don't forget Zed's. And, Zed's, uh, yes. Legion's Dawn. It's coming yes. up. Well, that's out now. It's yeah. not coming up. Yeah. And uh, a whole slew of other books that he's got. Yeah, I finally got in Christmas in Quillandia. I got it in Tuesday, and it was released back in December. <laughs> I, finally, <laughs> I finally bought a copy, and it got here. That was another sh- anthology I was a part of. That's cool, though. <clears throat> I mean, no matter how big or small or whatever. Yeah, and uh, the new one I'm going to be in uh, called Remembering William, I think it's getting released in May. There's a pre-order thing. I, sometimes I share the link, but yeah, that's a, another short story that I've got put out there too, and it's fantasy, so it's a whole new thing. I was I was doing I was reading that. Of course, I've got notes. My notes are everywhere. Still. Mine is too. Uh, what about heroes that were actually villains at the time? Like Loki. Loki. <laughs> what about Optimus Prime? This is going to touch a lot of people. What you think? Oh. I'll think about it. Optimus he Prime. he was a commander. No, I'm or, talking about in the movies, in the new movies. The first one, first one and two. He wasn't a villain in those. Well, you gotta think about it though. There's one line he says he purposely waited to stop to help stop the Decepticons because he wanted mankind to learn what type of robots it was. Oh, okay. So think about how many thousands of people died <laughs> <laughs> from the okay. Decepticons. Okay. Then, all throughout the movie, of course, he's kicking ass all through it. Yeah. But you get these Decepticons that's begging for their lives and he just rips, rips them apart. apart. Yeah. So, G- Geneva conflict right there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm I'm with you now. I was like Optimus Prime a villain. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. It's, it's a stretch, but gotcha. it, it's, a, it's a play on it. That's there. a fan theory right there. That's one that needs to be posted. Everybody's like <laughs> Optimus Prime truly a villain. That's something that's going to pop up on Facebook now. Oh, bless them. Fan theories <laughs> pop up all the time on mine. Oh, I bet they yeah. they listen. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Ghostbusters? Heroes or villains? Uh, well, <clears throat> honestly, they were heroes when they tried to stop the destruction of New York, but they were more terrified civilians than anything. Mm-hmm. They uh, was facing something they did not understand, so they were quick to judge on how to eliminate without actually doing the research of which ghosts they're going for. Exactly. That's what I was thinking, too. You know, you think of the Ghostbusters, like you just said. Mm-hmm. You know, and some believe that ghosts are wayward spirits, unfinished business on Earth. Yeah. Okay. Theory. <laughs> you got these Ghostbusters. They have nuclear proton packs. Yeah. They're going out into the world. They're capturing wayward ghosts. Ghosts with unfinished business. Good or bad. Slimer, I don't think he's bad. Slime was just there. There. Yeah. And they was some, even the lady in the library. The library. That's one that was in my head. Yeah, she was just going through it. She's just reading her book. Yeah. Yeah, messing with them uh, periodic index cards. Yeah. Keeping that shit in order. And <laughs> they zap her. And they put her, they put her in a nuclear reactor. Yeah. Now, here's this. They had no plan to release these ghosts. No. Bad. That's... So, in a way, 
they're what, what's the word I'm looking for? They're sentenced them to a lifetime in the, in hell. Yeah. So in a way, their job description is uh, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> we're can't, we've sent these go- <laughs> we we've sent uh, these ghosts to an eternity in our nuclear reaction yeah. with no way out. So. You know, of course, Satan don't send anybody to hell. He's he's no. going there with you. He's just like, hey, come on. Yeah, but that stereo <laughs> that stereo definition right there. You know, when you get a job and you get on the same definition of what Satan might do, <laughs> hell, are you a hero? <laughs> well, all right, let me ask you this: What happened to the one that got into Dan Aykroyd's bed? <laughs> Never heard from that ghost again after. That ride of his lifetime. Still at the top of the pole, I guess. <laughs> he's probably got her. He's, he probably lets her out on certain occasions. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, it's midnight. Everybody's asleep. Let's do this. <laughs> that is funny. I just forgot about yeah. it. Now, now I can see his face. Yeah. His eyes crossing him, sliding down. Yeah. Out of all of them, it had to be Dan Aykroyd. Oh, Lord, yeah. Uh, I had, they say the new video game well, that came out for Xbox One. Ghostbusters, not mm-hmm. the newest one. They say it's really good. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Said so it, it, it's a lot like the movies. Yeah. Like I said, I can't say that. I've we I've got a friend that he played it and he said it was really good. Yeah. He said it's one of the final ones. I play. I'll probably play some Modern Warfare later. That and of course Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I'll okay. play some respiratory later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get to choose. You get to choose. Yeah. Uh, so there. Uh, so speaking of Ghostbusters and Ghosts to Hell and shit, um, and all these superhero movies, <clears throat> they're you know they they make a kind of mention of heaven and hell, like with uh, and what was Infinity War when Peter Quill and Doctor Strange, Spider Man, Iron Man was on that ship. And he said, what master do you serve? He said, what master do I serve? You mean, you're talking about Jesus? <laughs> so, there is a concept of heaven and hell in the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Did you know that in the DC comics, after the Blackest Night series, you know, it come the, the widest day. Mm-hmm. Uh, heaven is talked about a lot as well, but the uh, in Green Arrow's chronicling... Uh, Green Arrow, act, when he actually gets killed, um, <clears throat> his body gets resurrected, but his body has to go retrieve his soul in heaven to bring him back to full life. Hmm. I did not know that. Yes. it. Uh, I th- actually, I do believe I had that graphic novel, but I think, I can't remember exactly what it was called. But <clears throat> DC mentions more of Heaven and Hell than Marvel does, as far as I could tell. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. It is. It, I, I did not know that. Of course, yeah. I've never followed the Green Arrow. I've not yeah. seen the series. Uh, well, the series is good up until it started getting political. Yeah. Just like every other freaking show out there. Yeah. It's a whole different subject right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it really... Yeah, because we don't get political. <laughs> this is supposed to be fun. fun. <laughs> I, that's... Well, uh, fun. Willy Wonka, hero or villain? Oh, that dude's just a sociopath. That's a villain. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's just a sociopath. An anti-villain hero. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he didn't care that the kids got sucked up in the tube or blew up like a blueberry and stuff like that. Okay. (laughs) So he was just trying to find someone to leave his fortune. And he all did it because his dad was a dentist wouldn't let him eat chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) What better provocation can you have? Right, and the Johnny Depp version was just just as funny. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely a funny movie. And, of course, there's a new one coming out called Wonka. Really? Uh, the ones that the ones that played on Stranger Things I can't even think of his name if I'm if I'm correct on that I had it Harp, right. uh, Hopper is no. he gonna be in it no uh, here we go I'll tell you just a second so, uh, Wonka or is it the kid the, the main ki- kid it's the main kid okay yeah I don't know his name at all Oh no! It's I'm I'm totally wrong. It's Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Yep. Huh. He played on Dune. Have you seen the new Dune? Uh. Uh-uh. Yep. Of course I don't. He, huh. got, he got them lover eyes. Uh, he does. He's gonna, he's a teen heartthrob. Yeah, he is. The girls, look, my my daughter's lady. <laughs> Off of the N with the E. Yeah. Mm. I'll be dying. Well, maybe but, maybe he'll do good. Maybe. Yeah, uh, it, it it's gonna be hard. Yeah. To screw up Walker, <laughs> but it's it's the way yeah. things go today. It is very possible. <clears throat> so, I went to Google for this one to see what the actual definition of a hero is, and a hero is defined as someone who achieves their goals in the end at the expense of the villain who does not how does that sound like a hero because it's at the expense of someone else i guess because if if you don't have that villain you don't have a hero that is right yeah i mean somebody's got to somebody's got to challenge somebody's got to challenge here yes and, and i think a lot of time, you know that's a great definition but i think a lot of times the villain that's going up against the said hero has just as good qualities about them. They're mm-hmm. just, you know, just a little skewed about how they get there. <laughs> yeah. You know, usually they're they're always better than the hero in some way. Oh yeah. But the, this is this is me when it comes to some of these superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to root for the like Killmonger in Black Panther. Yeah. He is one of the top villains, and it, it falls here, but. Uh, I think because the villains are so much better at certain things than the hero is, whether they may be smarter, they may be just faster, mm-hmm. they may be more creative, but the hero always gets to a point, like I said, it's like some of the movies where they make this miraculous decision or they just gain this new superpower all of a sudden that was dormant just so they can beat the, the yeah. bad guy. Yeah. So... But that's like I said, that's that's all an opinion right there. Yeah, and Killmonger was basically just like Black Panther without the the magic plant. Yeah. Then, of course, he he grew up and he seen his dad killed, mm-hmm. and he had he had good motivation behind what he did, and he grew up in a different world than T'Challa did. Yep. So he, I guess, he had the right motivation, but the wrong follow through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just depends who you side with. Yeah, and he was actually he was really good in uh, What If. 
not seen it. You know, oh, see, I've not seen the What If. What is her? Awesome. I know the new Doctor Strange really plays on the What If. It does, yes. So, I do it does. Know that. Yeah, that, oh my God. When I saw that, I was like, holy shit. They brought What If to the movie. <laughs> you know, when they pulled him out and he rose up like a zombie, I was like, now I have seen the preview for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they even brought in Captain Carter. Yeah. In the multiverse. And, and Fantastic Four. Yes. I swear, if John Krasinski does not stay as Mr. Fantastic, I'm done with Marvel, too. Because <laughs> John Krasinski, mm-hmm. you know, he just... I mean, that's... going to be a great read. That's Jim from The Office, people. Come on. Yeah. And Who he would ever thought? Yes. And he did Fantastic in 13 hours. That yes, was a he did. damn good movie. Yeah. Totally different. And... Uh, course him in a quiet place yes of course he wrote and directed it yeah both of them yeah and i love the fact that he told um the network that picked it up to make it into a movie that he wanted a deaf girl to play the daughter and he made the entire casting crew learn sign language to communicate with her yeah see now there is a point in uh, the last of us whichever a lot of people know what it is where they actually bring in a deaf child as part of the story hmm. for he's in it for a couple they're in it for to push the story along but they do it so well yeah and the host and it, and of course after you watch the last of us the last 10 15 minutes of it is they talk about the episode you know how some of the series now they're putting out they they attach 10 minutes of behind the scenes to yeah it. a commentary and all commentary. that yeah and it's it's really good still gotta watch that like I said, it's not a new concept, but it's done very yeah. well. Favorite Disney hero, The Mandalorian. You know, it's... Okay. <laughs> Pedro Pascal. <laughs> I didn't... I, I even read about it, read about this. And when we was talking about heroes and villains, I was like... And I'm on season... Or episode seven of season one. So just getting now into his who he is. Mm-hmm. Is he a hero or a villain? Uh, he... Is or an anti. I didn't say honestly. I think he is. Uh, like I said, I'm only episode seven of season one. Right. Well, um. Yeah. So determining on with the Mandalorian, I honestly I don't think he's either. Because, I mean, he does good stuff. You know, he protects Grogu. You know, he first. You know, he fell in love with that child to keep as his own. And so that kind of threw him toward the hero aspect, but he will not break his creed with uh, the Mandalorian way. And even in the last seven episodes, he has killed a lot of people. He has, but all them people were deserving. Now, this last part of it, this crew, when he did this, he went to the uh, prison ship. Yeah, I don't want to give too much yeah. in case y'all have not seen it. <laughs> you know, and you think he's going to kill all them, then you. Yeah, and then he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, so. But then, it, then at the end, you know, he leaves that little tracker uh-huh. in that space station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so he's a. Uh, I guess you call him a neutral. I say like he's. You know, he's, right there in the middle. He's right there in the middle. I don't know if there's an actual name for that. He's a Mandalorian. That's all you can say about it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call the people. What is there saying? It's the way it is? Uh, 
This is the way. The, oh, this is the way. I got that sticker on my truck. This is the way. This is the way. I should have brought Grogu out here and set him in the table. They're right there in the middle. <laughs> you know, I've got a Grogu. I, I, they, they was doing an interview on him, Pascal, mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, you may have already seen it, where he calls him Little Yoda. Uh-huh. And he's like, and he stops for a second. He's like, I've never caught him that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and he's like, he's really reflecting on that moment. Yeah. That everybody want, everybody, of course, I, I called it this too, uh, Baby Yoda. That's it, Baby yeah, Yoda. Baby That's Yoda. What it was. And then, of course, they finally figured out his name was Grogu. So ever since then, I call it Grogu. But my kids will swear up and down, it's Baby Yoda. I'm like, it's not, it's the same species of creature, but it's not the same person. They just kind of look at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> in that case, I wonder how old Yoda was then. If Grogu is like 50 years old yeah. and he's a baby, a toddler. Right. Yoda was old. No. Like really old. And at 50, he's done good with the Force. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't tire him out anymore. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it might come just by the slip of the tongue. Yeah. It tends to happen. So, yeah. I'll just, we'll just say uh, Jin Jaren is a Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the new name for neither hero or villain. He's a Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Just, he just walks that thin line. Yes, he'll kill you if you deserve it. But he'll leave you alone if you no. do not cross him. He'll just look at you. And he'll, he'll go. Yep. Tilt that head. <coughs> so when when I was actually making notes about heroes and villains, um, I was actually thinking, you know, when when I think of heroes, it's you know I think of firemen police officers, DC, Marvel, healthcare workers, such as Alan here. Uh, You know, heroes are truly defined. um, When they're truly defined, you know, they always have an enemy. And I noticed that villains always have a target. You know, they're also mischievous. You know, they're cunning. You know, they have a plan to shut something down, whether it be the hero or, you know, something within their universe. Now, it seems as if, though, that most origin stories that deal with villains is a, like, has a sad concept that makes you think if they wasn't exposed to that kind of trauma, would they have actually been a villain? That's a good point. Like, what, uh, what's the name? Meet the Robertsons. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen it? It's a yes, cartoon? long time ago, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got... Of course, not many people know Joker's backstory. They still keep it hidden. Yeah. But um, Two-Face, he was a good lawyer. You know, he fought for people. And then he got a bat of acid thrown on his face in the comic books and the movies. He was burnt with oil and fire. Yeah. But after that, he become a villain to seek revenge. For anybody that does wrong to him. Yes. And then you got uh, General Zod. He was a good soldier, good commander. He led the army uh, out of Kandor to help all of uh, Krypton. But he found out that the leaders of Krypton were using up all the fossil fuels and he was telling them they needed to stop or the planet was going to explode or just die out and they didn't listen. So he became a villain because he just did not agree with their ways anymore and he was going to try and shut them all down. So, is there a villain out there that does not have a sad backstory? 
that cause him to be a villain. I don't know. <laughs> it's that is a good one. Other than just you know, you you look, you try to look at the Disney ones or the uh, ones like the Incredibles yeah. at their villains, and they still all they all have a the sad, sad backstory. Something that yeah. twists on, you know, synd- you, syndrome. Yes, uh, you're trying to think. Well, he's just a privileged kid, but you know, it's he's a creation of the Mister Incredible. Just because Mister Incredible broke his heart, broke his heart. Yeah. Uh, I was, <laughs> Uh, it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, some of the even some of the weaker anti-villains, they all yeah have a sad backstory. Deadshot, he's an anti-hero, but his backstory is he could not get custody of his child. Yeah, he was a great marksman and whatever you know he he was a gun for hire, but his relationship with his wife failed, and she took their kid. And that's what made him become a more serious type of anti-hero. Yeah. And, and even like a, oh, it just, that thought just disappeared. I don't know where it went to. I think you called it. <laughs> Get that. It just went in stars in the sky now. Uh, well, well, Megamind. Have you seen it? Yes. You know, it's got Megamind, then it's got Brad Pitt as the superhero in it. Yeah. And, and that's when them, did he have a... He had a sad backstory. Yeah, he, he did. He, he got made fun of for his big ass head. Yeah, Mega Man. Just like the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> he got made fun of for the way he looked. Right. And yeah, yeah. It, it, I can't <laughs> think of the not a single one. Uh-uh. I, I'm even digging down to Little Mermaid with Ursula. <laughs> yeah, Ursula, and and she was kicked out of the kingdom. Kingdom by yeah. King Triton. Yep. Because she's a witch. Yep. Yeah. If y'all know of any, let me know. Just, just <laughs> send it this way. Let us know. Just go to Gmail and type in careersdementia at gmail.com and send us an email. <laughs> I would like to know. <laughs> or just comment. I don't, I'll read those too. I was trying to think. See, I've not seen the new Ant-Man where yeah. he goes to the... The quantum realm. Quantum realm. Well, uh, what, what's his name? Kang? Kang. Yeah, because Kang Dynasty. Uh, he... I remember because he's a he's a variant mm-hmm. um, I think it's something to deal with I, honestly I can't remember well I, I was able to even say Thanos but his people was dying out mm-hmm. so that yeah. counts as a sad yeah backstory hmm. like I said I don't think there is one yeah. and it just hits it it's that mold. Yeah. Even, you know, we was talking about Black Adam. Yeah. If you've not seen the movie, you need to see the movie. It's really good. He's got a sad backstory. Yeah, with... Uh, with his uh, family and his people. Yeah. And I don't want to give too much away on it. Yeah. And then he felt betrayed by the one that gave him powers. Yeah. No, that's in the comic book. Yeah. 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 It, it runs a little bit different in the movie. Does it? Yeah. You know, uh, I can't say... You've seen Shazam, right? Oh, yeah. You know how they've got the one wizard that gives the power to the kid mm-hmm. because he earns it? Yeah. Now, in the movie, it talks about how they was more yeah. wizards and what happens to them. Yeah, and uh, Black Adam actually had a seat in that room. So, mm-hmm. so it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, I still can't think of it. <laughs> 
I mean, even the heroes have something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Superman's planet was destroyed, and then, of course, Jonathan Kent died of a heart attack, now, and the movies died of a tornado. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's, that's another course. You've got your hero right mm-hmm. there, and this is... One thing, like I said, I like the DC movies because they don't necessarily stick to a stereotype. That yeah. you got to go for A, B, C, D to get to the villain, to get to the end story. Yeah. But this falls right in line with when Jonathan Kent is standing in his car mm-hmm. and he holds his hands out. Yep. Kevin Costner, shout out, great, great yes. dad. Oh he God. holds his hand out to tell uh, Clark not to save him. Mm-hmm. That is a stupid ass decision. It really was. I mean, it, that was one of them decisions that we just need some way to motivate this character to have this moment of clarity later yeah. on in the movie. And, and yeah, no, that, that was just a stupid. You know, he he just holds his hands out. Yeah, he's, just, he's like, don't. It's like, why? No. I, I mean, I get it. He's like. Need to protect your secret on who you are. But he could have still saved him. But exact the fact is, no one was paying attention to Clark but his mother and his dad. They were all staring at the tornado that was coming. Yes, they may have yeah. seen Jonathan Kent there, you know, like because he helped a lot of people. And he well, did he twist his ankle? He twisted or something when the oh something bounced off the car and got it. Okay, it, then he got it out. He and saved the dog, though. Yeah. I mean, that's important. And, you know, he limped and he leaned up against the guard, and he was like, no, Clark, don't. But the thing that got me, even though Henry Cavill's emotion in that scene was, oh, my God. It oh, made yeah. me want to cry. But, like I said, no one was paying attention to Clark. And if he moves as fast as he does, he could have got his dad away from that, and no one would have known that it was him to begin with. Perfect example. Even in Justice League, him and the Flash mm-hmm. are the same speed. Yep. It, you know, it never says who's faster because they, they race. And yeah. Every now and then. But if that's the case, he could have been there and there and back. Right. And that's it. And it, it just one of them silly decisions yeah. that they have to put in there just to, <clears throat> to make a moment of clarity later on. In the, yeah. And I don't like it. No, they, they should have let him die the way he was supposed to with a heart, heart attack. attack. They did it in Smallville. They did it in the the first Superman movie with Christopher Reeves that got me hooked on Superman. Yeah. Jonathan Kent died from a heart attack. Because it, when he does that, he said, with all of my powers, I wasn't able to do anything. Yes. But see, this with this type of death, with all of his powers, he could have done a lot <laughs> of things. <laughs> yes. I mean, in Smallville, he saved Lana Lang and, uh, from the... The multiple twisters that popped up at the end of season one, beginning of season two. Yep. He jumped in that truck, protected her, got you know, got her safe in that tornado, but he could not do that with Kevin Costner's Jonathan Kent. Ridiculous. Still a good movie, but still ridiculous. It is, it, yeah, it was one of my favorite yes. Superman because you can actually see him. Yeah. You want to see him power up. The one that was before Brandon. Brandon Ralph. Right. Yeah. Now, I liked that. It was good. But you don't see the power of Superman in him. No. And his, the way they started that movie, you know, it was, once again, a nice concept, but did not make sense because they said that he left to go find remnants of Krypton because yeah. uh, there was proof that, you know, the planet might still be there. Where did that come from? It never says. I think in one of the cartoons, 
that I watched in the 90s, they had made that that Superman leaves Earth for like seven years. Yeah. And, of course, that's grow. There's a whole underlying story with that because it gives Lex Luthor time to take a foothold mm-hmm. and all that. But, yeah. yeah, that's the only thing I could think of is yeah. maybe after that part in his Superman growth. Yeah. But, it, like you said, it just kind of starts off then. Yeah. Because when he catches the plane, they're like, he's back. Yeah, yeah. Which was a badass scene. Yeah, it was. And, and of course, I grew up with the big buff <coughs> Superman from the 90s. Right. You know, and uh, you want to see... He had the triangle body. The, you know, you know, <laughs> he skipped a lot of leg days. Yeah, the, 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 the Dorito shape. That's yes. it, the Dorito shape. And you want to see him when he's, <laughs> when he's hurt or when he's getting... The coolest part in the Superman movie, I thought, is after he comes out of the ship and he's got his blue suit on and he's jumping. Yes. Then he hears it. You know, like I said, he needed that moment of clarity. Yeah. And he hears his dad talking, so he kneels down and he puts his fist on the ground and mm. you see the snow start swirling yes. around him. And you're like, now that is Superman. Yes. That is Superman. Like, <clears throat> one of my favorite things, because the, the, the kid that portrayed Superman, you know, with the bus. Yeah. Looked just like freaking Tom Welling. Yeah, he did. That it? was like, I was like, okay, good, good choice. But the what his dad said to him, that was one of them truth bombs. Oh yeah, it, it hits you because it's like, well, you know, he's he's right. He's like, maybe you shouldn't have saved him. I don't know, but you got to protect yourself. He's like, maybe you should have let him drown and stuff like that. And it's like, oh wow. See, I've never known of a parent to tell their kid to let someone die <laughs> if they can save them. Well, if that was, if that's, imagine, oh, I keep it. No, it's Imagine <laughs> if he had did that, would that put him into the realm of anti-hero? Right. That would drop. Because he, even in the cartoons, you know, you never see Superman killing anybody. Mm-hmm. They, there is one DC cartoon called Superman Unbound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it shows him actually demolishing a group of super villains. Yeah. I mean, just ripping them apart. But it has a good ending to it. Yeah. And I really like it. Uh, Superman, the Superman movie with uh, Kristen, uh, Chris Reeves. Mm-hmm. Christopher Reeves. What do you think about the, the movie where he gives up his power? It was kind of weird. It, it, you know, <laughs> it, it was very unconventional. Yeah, you know, because at the beginning when he does it, you know, his mom is telling him, this there's no reversal to it yeah and it's like one of them decisions and I think it's one of them movies when you start seeing for the superheroes or the villains you need that moment that moment of weakness to push the story off because what turns out to be permanent it's not permanent right no, he gets his ass beat at the bar, you know. <laughs> Him and his big old overcoat. Yeah. It, it, uh. it I think what it was trying to go for there, and correct me if I'm wrong, is so he would be more empathetic to mankind. Yeah, and that it, way he knows what it feels like to be an actual human. Yeah, then, then yeah. it goes and they discover, well, I want to make you human, but I'm going to be Superman again. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good movie. But, yeah, uh, Christopher Reeves was freaking excellent. Yeah. And I, I've had this debate, bringing the flashback into this, I've had this debate uh, with my cousin Steven about who's faster. And, you know, like Alan said, you know, they're basically matched in speed. And then Steven, my cousin, he goes, well, Flash runs back in time. So that means he's faster. I was like, 
Well, let me tell you this one. In the second Superman movie, I'm he pretty sure <laughs> he flies the he go flies around the world and makes it rotate backwards to make sure Lois doesn't die in that earthquake. Yeah, I think so. No, that's not a logical reason yeah, no. on why Flash is faster. <laughs> I would I would say they're probably at the same speed, but Flash is more off because he doesn't have the Superman empathy for mankind or the God. The, the goodness, God complex. The God complex. The goodness <laughs> yeah. of him that he actually uses it. Yeah. yeah. You know, the create the, what do they call it, the Flash paradoxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All these timelines he's made. Yeah. That seems to be the thing now. Yeah. Timelines. I, I like it, but I don't like it so much that, you know, it's a scapegoat for getting that big emotional scene that they're yeah. playing back. Like, it, 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 they seem to focus a lot on it and... Going back to how the Avengers was, it was like, well, it doesn't make sense because if you went back in the past, it means you changed the future. No. Yeah, I do like that concept right there. Well, they didn't go into the past. They mm-hmm. went to a different timeline. Yeah, because when when uh, the Hulk, the smart Hulk, talks to the uh, Doctor Strange's boss. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> she's the, talking. The uh, Supremes. Uh, Sorcerer Supreme. Yes. She's talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she's talking about how the Infinity Stones, she says, when you pull these, you, you're going to destroy our timeline. Yeah. It's like, you know, here, the, the, this Infinity Stone exists here, and here, this one exists here. Even though Thanos destroyed them on the planet that he went to after everything was done, they still existed in this timeline, this timeline, this timeline. It's like, huh. But not, not a lot of people understood that. They're like, well, it should have changed everything. It's like, no, that's no. not how it works. It is, it's still your future that you're yes. you're working towards. It just That's why back even though Back to the Future is very entertaining, it doesn't make sense. Because you are still your future self is going back in the past, so you cannot change the future by going back to the past, or otherwise your future self wouldn't have been able to go back to the past. Yeah, that had discrepancies in it because <laughs> he almost got with his mom. <laughs> yeah. But he... Yeah. But, you know, because, but he didn't know what was coming. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> got him, tried to get him drunk in the car and everything. Oh, that's funny. Uh, oh, uh, me. Darth Vader. Now, I will say... There's a new video game coming out. Uh, I can't even think about it now. But did you ever play Fallen Order? I started playing it, yeah. All right. Now, the storyline of that is super good. Yeah. And it, Darth Vader is at the end of it. Uh-huh. So is Darth Vader a villain or an anti-villain? <coughs> or an anti-hero? Darth Vader. Yeah. It. Because look at the background he comes from. Right. And look what he's trying to do. Yeah, he he went he, he went to the dark side to save his wife. Yeah, like Mister Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> so tech and but <laughs> what made him the ultimate villain was when he killed the younglings. Yep, yeah, at a there. spot and just pure evil intent. He just cleaned mm-hmm. cleaned house with them. Yes, because it was just oh they're Jedi and they're little kids. I'm going to chop them in half. There was nothing going to prevent him going to the dark side, even After if he left them kids alone. Yep. So that right there made him a villain. Yep. I agree 100%. Now, just because he had to change a heart with his own son at the end of the trilogy does not make up for what he did. No. Not one bit. 
he just felt bad. Yes, yes. <laughs> but no, I, I I got to thinking about that. I played that game the other day. Actually, you probably seen me online playing it, mm-hmm. and the it is a really good story. It yeah. brings him in, and I liked uh, the one they based it off the the actual actor that they put into that game. He's on Shameless and all of them. Yeah, he played that, the Joker on Gotham. I, I knew him from it. Yeah, but Aubrey and Avery knew him from Shameless. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, that, he looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, let and, me show you where he's from. <laughs> yeah, and he was also on an episode of SVU too. Oh, really? Yeah, but he was young, like he was a kid, kid. <clears throat> so I'm gonna ask you this question: Which is actually more valuable, the hero or the villain? I think the villain. Why? Without the villain, there's no hero. Without the hero, there's no villain. Well, that is true. It's, it's, it's funny that you asked that because it, it can work either way. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, if... That is a good question. I think it's easier to make a villain out of somebody or something mm-hmm. because um, the only thing they have to a villain has to do is do something wrong. Yeah. I mean, in, in <laughs> all true, honestly, yeah. if you think about it, uh, it's like, oh, they pulled the, a $20 bill out of ATM and it's supposed to have been a 10 and didn't tell nobody. Villain. Yeah, villain. <laughs> but the one that caught them doing it is a hero. Yeah. yeah. So, that, that's me, but I like the villain part of the movie. Yeah. But, you know. I'm, but what if the one that caught them does it for selfish reasons? Anti-hero. They, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Neither say, neither one can exist without the other. No, I mean, they... Each have a potential in securing great stories. Yeah, it's a symbiote relationship. Yes. You know, it's, it's Venom and Peter Parker. Yes. Or, at first, Venom right. and Eddie Brock. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, Peter and uh, Osborne, they were friends at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. And then he took that serum and became evil. Yep. <laughs> but did Osborne actually have that? Here we go. Did Osborne have a tragic backstory? Well, it, in the Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, his dad worked all the time, and he felt like he was his dad had left him behind okay. for other things, for his work, and for even mm. he even mentions it that his dad liked Peter Parker better than him. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> point still not proven that a villain does not come from a sad backstory <laughs> or a privilege. Or privileged. Or pri- yeah, privileged. Yeah. yeah. Like, see, Lex Luthor was... See, it, I don't know his backstory. Well, in Smallville, I'm, I, I actually had to research the comic version, but in Smallville, his dad was a douche. Mm-hmm. He uh, treated him like a nobody, and he stuck mm-hmm. him in Smallville, basically to get rid of him, but also make him grow. All at the same time. He was one of them anti-hero fathers. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, eventually, Lex Luthor becomes in Smallville a great villain because he is betrayed by everyone he thought was his friend, yeah. Clark, um, Chloe, uh, the Kents, all of them. Yeah, and I mean, whether you got a sad backstory or not, yeah. which is going with this, of course, we're looking at the way it creates the hero and the villain for a story or something. It still comes down to a choice. Yeah. I mean, you can be have the worst 
backstory in history. And it still yeah. comes to a moral decision yeah. of what you're going to do. I mean, I got some crazy shit in my backstory, and I'm still okay. <laughs> I, I've seen some shit down in the holler. You know how it is. <laughs> Moonshine! <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's, you know, it still comes down to that moral or ethical, not moral, but ethical decision. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, because I mean, without morals and ethics, you are basically. I mean, and now see the thing is with ethics though, villains can literally uh, still have. They can have ethics, and they will prove why their ethics stand the way that they are. Mister Freeze and all of them. Yeah, so it's literally actually a question of moral. You know, when we we last last time last podcast we had, we talked about our characters in our book. Yeah, you know and. <clears throat> and that's something else that I was I had trouble with too is you know you've got the hero of the book mm-hmm. the main character of the book do I consider him a hero a villain anti-hero anti-villain and uh, Sebastian is totally an anti-hero yeah, I mean it just, <laughs> he totally is and you know is and of course he his backstory is you know it's questionable it's gonna, it's gonna be right <laughs> it's now. pretty dark uh, and then you know i've had some since our last talk since this still falls into the realm of heroes and villains it does i've had some i've got an ideal or two we're gonna have to bounce off later about the the location of this next book i'm working on Mm -hmm. i think i've got an ideal of how to round him out a little bit more how to make him that anti-hero yeah without totally Sacrificing it, <laughs> totally killing his vibe up until Legion's done. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, you just don't want to drop him in the shit bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in Legion's Dawn, Sebastian is still an anti-hero, but something happens to the point yeah. where he has a realization in morals. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> and his his book will explain his anti-heroism. <laughs> It's it's I mean it's 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 a great conversation about heroes and villains. I yeah. mean, just where you can go, it's like a friggin' rabbit hole. Yes, I mean you could talk for <clears throat> if you have the enthusiasm about whether it's comic books, books, yeah, movies, or movies anything. yes, anything, cartoons. I, I mean, like Coyote and the Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> a lot of people see the Coyote as the villain, but. The Roadrunner antagonizes the hell, hell out of him. him. <laughs> so, technically, they are both evil. Oh, yeah. I think... Yeah. they just provoking. Yes. It's like a big big brother, little brother type situation. Coyote's just hungry, man. <laughs> yeah, he's like a honey badger. He doesn't give a shit. He just wants to eat something. He just wants to eat. He's just hungry. He's just hungry. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... What would you consider Reaper as? Anti-villain? Walking that line, anti-villain, anti-hero? Because, you know... Tragic backstory. Yeah. He's not a hero and he's not a villain. Right. Because he's coming into a new part of where he's going. Yeah. So, I would say right there in between. Uh, He's... Walking that thin line. Yeah. Man. He's a Mandalorian. Mandalo- Mandalorian. That's the word I was looking for. He's a Mandalorian. He's a Mandalorian. Uh, I think, in all honesty, the only true hero in Legion's Dawn is Faith. Yeah. What about uh, 
Evelyn. Evelyn, she... That's a tough one. With what she's done. Done. But, you know... (laughs) She's basically an anti-hero, too. I mean, she does it for the greater good, which would send her more toward the hero aspect, but what she's done to reach that greater good is anti-hero. Because she done some shit. Especially with Alan. (laughs) (laughs) One of the other characters in the book. (laughs) Yeah. He found that out. (laughs) Yeah. For all you don't know, to catch up on what we're talking about, you need to revert back. Read Legion's Dawn. (laughs) Read uh, Lucifer's Contract. Broken Dagger, book one. Uh, just read these, get caught up, and you'll learn what an anti-hero is. <laughs> yes, yeah. I guess I guess the real villain in your book would be Satan. Yeah, Lucifer and Abaddon. Well, see, Abaddon is more of an anti-hero is as she? well, because she's she's doing what she's doing for her love of hell. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess that may be an anti-villain, wouldn't it? Because she is. A demon. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't do any good. She doesn't do any good, but what she's doing, she feels is good for her reason. Right. So. Yeah, she's not a Satan. He hell, he's yeah. villain. Yeah, I mean, villain. Lucifer's yeah. definitely Lucifer. just a dick. <laughs> he's a cold looking one, but he's a, he's a dick. Yeah, the, the way the way he was created with the Viking dreads and the <laughs> steampunk suit and then wingtip shoes, like. He looks like a badass in my head. A backer from hell. Now, to get this out there, not the true Lucifer of the Bible. No, I'm talking about Lucifer from Legion's Dawn. (laughs) (laughs) A whole different different, universe, storyline, everything. (laughs) I'm going to make that very clear. I am... A Christian. <laughs> so uh, this Luc- Luc- Lucifer and Legion's Dawn controls hell. Yes. Satan in the Bible is going to hell. There's a difference there. Yeah. Even though they both got there the same way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I figure I, I I probably need to clarify that one. <laughs> you know, cross your eyes and dot your T's yes. on that one. I I am a believer in Jesus Christ. Thank you. <laughs> Hence the cross necklace right here. <laughs> and the, that too, but remember merch. <laughs> merch. Like, like, yes. like the merch air. <laughs> That's my wedding ring. It's too big. <laughs> my crucifix. But, yeah. Oh, I, there mate. was another one I was going to ask you about. It's an anti-hero. Let me see my notes down here. I got my notes in the floor. That way I don't feel them. We done went through all mine. I, I had mine too. Uh, <laughs> Well, one of my favorite uh, is also Magneto. Match. Now, no. if there's a tragic story there, he's got one. like for real. Oh. And and that's a per him him and Professor X Xavier is two completely different people. Yeah. One's a hero. One's a vil anti villain. I would say because they're they're totally on the flip side of the spectrum. They really are. I mean, I love their friendship in the movies. Oh, I do too. I mean, they always—they're always—you can tell they're friends. They yeah. just got two different. They want the same goal, but getting there is two different ways. Yeah. Like they—they they want to make each other better, but in their own selfish way. Wait, yeah. And Magneto's selfish way is a little bit absurd. It is. I mean, he. But. he yeah, he starts off wanting to help mutants. Yes. 
100%. So does Xavier. Yeah. But Magneto sees mankind as being in the way, as a, what is it? Uh, that uh, mutants have evolved. Mm-hmm. And they are a, just, great, a greater species than yeah, mankind. Under species. Yeah. And he sees them as a problem. And he will kill them to get for the better of the mutants. But Xavier wants to work together. Yeah, he wants to cohabit. Uh, cohabit. Yeah. Coexist. Coexist. <laughs> yeah. Cohabitate <laughs> between humans and mutants. Even though it was stated that every person has that mutant gene, it's just... Whether they've been unlocked. Exactly. Kind of like with Deadpool. He had the mutant gene. It just never progressed until he went in that torture chamber. Yeah. And then, yeah. Tragic backstory. Yeah. <laughs> and he is a anti-hero. Yes, big time. But he is the best anti-hero. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds does it justice. Okay, I may just see if they actually follow through with a Deadpool and Wolverine. Oh, my God. Like, them are two badass anti-heroes yes. right there. Yes. So. Like, I'm honestly... So, <clears throat> they're really marketing the time. Out they there, are. You know? uh, doesn't, in, in the comic books, does Mac... Magneto rip Wolverine's animantium skeleton, skeleton out of his body. In one version of the comic books, he does. Yes. So. But yet he heals. He still heals because he can regenerate. He just doesn't have that skeleton. He has his bone claws. Wouldn't that take the claw? Well, I guess even though he's flesh, he'd grow new bone and everything. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. See, at the end of one of the movies, when he comes back through, I can't remember. When he goes to J Japan. I love Wolverine, that one. And he, they cut his uh, adamantium out of his hands. Yeah. And at the end, he's just got bone claws. He's got the bone claw again. Yeah. yeah. So, that's pretty neat. Yeah. That's a good, that good storyline. And it actually shows his yellow suit at the end. Yep. It's, uh, that was a... Extra. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't the bright yellow like from the comics. It was that... Dark tone. Dark tone. Uh, it'd be awesome if he wore it in the Deadpool movie. He may do it. Because I know, you know, in Logan, of course, Wolverine's dead from the universe with Logan. But Logan is supposed to have taken place long after everything else that's going on right now. I watched a movie, The New Mutants. Have you seen it? Yeah. It confused me. I think, if I'm right, and I may be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, it seemed like it's in the same universe as Logan. I think it might be. Because they're talking, they're at the, like around the same time as they all escape. Uh-huh. It seems like they're in the same hospital that his daughter, that girl was in. Yeah, yeah. Then they made relevance about escaping and going to a certain place. Yeah, yeah. And it made me wonder, you know, is is that in the same universe, timeline as Logan? Because it, because it's really... You know, with Logan, it was their powers was crude, but they was brutal powers. Right. And that's the way it is in this one right here, in New Mutants. I really like it. Got low ratings, but I it, yeah, it. I mean, and it I was really good. It. And it's like a Captain Marvel, uh, the Miss Marvel. Apparently, so, she's a mutant. So I've not seen it. Yeah. So sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> but my bad. No, I, I probably I hadn't had no. Nothing like it's a surprise, but yeah. you know what I mean? I wasn't a fan of the show. Was it not? No. I, it had its good moments, but it was just, yeah. 
kind of like the Captain Marvel movie. It had its moments. See, I like the Captain Marvel movie. Now, I, the only thing I didn't like about it, which is a whole new book of worms, yeah. so I, don't take me wrong when I say this, is the way she portrayed Captain Marvel. Yeah. Is always standing with clenched fist. You know, always standing there like, I'm a... I'm going to whoop ass. I'm going to whoop ass because <laughs> I'm a woman and I've got this power and I can do it. You yeah. know what it reminded me of? Have you ever seen Dances with Wolves? Long time okay. ago. You know his girlfriend that's white that's in the Indian tribe? Uh-huh. Her name is Stands with Fist. <laughs> <laughs> and I seen that and I was like, that reminds me of Dances with Wolves. Yeah. Stands with Fist. <laughs> It's like they want to portray the powerful woman, which I have no problem with. Yeah. But they pushed it to where it wasn't needed. Yeah. It, and it's a really good... The storyline is great in it. Like, I love Captain Marvel in comic books. Yeah. Maybe it's just Brie Larson that got on my nerves. Well, she's definitely overpowered, though. Yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah. Makes you wonder, though, if she absorbs power and she's a hero like that, what, what would happen if she went to the sun? <laughs> well hmm. would it burn her up or the closer she get would she just keep getting more powerful what if she absorbed so much power she imploded hmm she, she, she's gonna cause a black hole black that's what it is and then everything's gonna get sucked into it and it's gonna be a whole nother Marvel <laughs> universe and <laughs> bring everybody back <laughs> you know now we're gonna have to go to an actual different timeline just to keep filming movies oh lord <laughs> Yeah, that's of course that's a whole different story too. Oh yeah, I think I think it's hard creating. It was for me in my book. Of course, I'm not. I guess looking at skimming over my book again, just getting ready to start this next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no really true villain hero or anything in it as as far as what they're doing or anything like that. Uh, but where he's in Salem and he saves. Some people it saves Evelyn uh-huh. from what's going to happen to her. You know, I, I don't know whether that considers him anti-hero at the time. But and you know, I was trying to say, well, you know, is there a true definition of a hero in our book? Of course, I know Nikolai. He's he hell. He's he's mean. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely a villain. But, there ain't going ain't no doubting that one. Oh no, he's definitely the villain. Well, but. I don't know if you have that issues or not. You don't want to create them too evil, right. but you don't want to create them too good, like a, a Superman or something like that. Right. Or they're just so morally, ethically, spiritually correct. Right, yeah. Like they said on the Wizard of Oz, morally, spiritually, ethically. Yeah. You know, that's it. Is the witch an anti-hero on Wizard of Oz? Which one? The green one. Wicked Witch of the East. The one that's chasing Dorothy. Is she a villain? She just wanting what her sister had. Well, if you go to <laughs> the movie with James Franco. Yeah, well, that's a different story. <laughs> I mean, it turns into, she becomes that green witch. Oh, isn't that cool how she yes. makes that transition? Yes, and it was because of a broken heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Honestly, I do still believe she's a villain because she's willing to do whatever she could to take that power to be just like her sister. Yep. Good question. Yep. Good good answer. 
Because she don't give a damn about what she does as long as she gets that power. Gets that power. Yeah. I mean, of course, that was made so long ago. Yeah. And they're not going to be a whole lot of damage she's going to do. No. In today's in, standards. In the original film, that dude that hung himself in the background, swinging in the trees, and in the remastered version, they replaced it with a big giant bird. <laughs> It's definitely clearer now. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was creepy because you could just see him. Like he's like a black shadow just swinging in the background. He hung himself on set because he didn't get uh, the scarecrow part. I think is what it was. If I'm not mistaken. Of course, that was was that movie during the Depression, Great Depression. It's about that time. It was like the Dust Bowl and all Dust that. Bowl. Yeah. So I guess that would be a big loss. Yeah. Know? Of course, that, that whole cast went through hell. From yeah. Even the the, uh, the witch, she got burnt. Going down that trap door. <laughs> yeah. She got roasted. She survived, but she got roasted. That's why she's green. <laughs> That's medicine from that day. medicine. <laughs> No, <laughs> poor, the poor silver lady. nitrate. Yeah, <laughs> poor lady. <laughs> the silver nitrate of the times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I was trying to think, what would be another good one? Um, I don't know. Again, don't forget, Bradley's got some Creator <laughs> Dementia merchandise. I'm not wearing it today, <laughs> but you got you got to make a shout out. Just yeah, he does he does a lot of work with this. So. I'm well, trying. look, get you a shirt. You got hats? Yeah, there get is you, hats. Get you a cap. It's getting to be yeah. springtime, summertime. I'd yeah. wait till after the windy days. You know? <laughs> yeah, you'll lose your hat up Don't wear right it back. Don't wear it backwards. No. The sun bill's meant to keep the sun out. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Support him a little bit. He does. He puts a lot of work into this. Yeah, and I have recently come to the conclusion because I have tried to make this a business, all my creative stuff that I've got going on, and it's just not happening. I'm still going to do it, but I'm going to focus as this being more of a hobby so that way I can actually enjoy Enjoy. it more. You know, you asked me what I I wanted to get out of my writings Mm -hmm. last uh, couple weeks ago, and... uh, that helps me more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't expect to get anything other than hopefully somebody just enjoys what right. I do. I mean, that's... And heaven forbid, it just takes well, off. And see, when you said that, that's honestly when I came to that realization. To give oh, really? you proper credit, I swear, because you was like, I just want... He said, I don't want to make you know even if i do that's cool but i don't care if i make big money off of it i don't care if i become famous off of it i just want to provide an escape for somebody mm-hmm. you know it's just something that i love to do and i'm like huh hmm. that's the mindset i freaking need <laughs> <laughs> it's took a while <laughs> yes i mean i've been doing this for a while and like i'm always constantly trying to find sponsorships or you know just people to you know put money toward Patreon that way I can get paid and then I'm like why though because if I don't get anything like that it's going to disappoint me and I'll be like well what's the point but if I just keep this as a creative hobby and not worry about the money aspect because I've already got the equipment I would like to you know upgrade to a studio but whatever that could be 15 years down the road it's a long time <laughs> yeah. get my age 15 years is a lifetime <laughs> I would be no. yeah but it it just makes more sense to keep this as a hobby. And if I do 
get the ability to turn this into a career of sorts, then that would be great. If not, at least I'm still enjoying the ride. Right. And, and that's what it, like I said, I'm, of course, I'm up in age a little bit. Uh, no, he's not. He's younger than I am. Just don't let him lie to y'all. <laughs> just like you squint and smile and you see, you see the crow's feet come out of there. That's why I wear glasses. The frame blocks the crow's feet. <laughs> <laughs> if I wear glasses, I can't see. I can see. I can see my hands, but I can't see a far away. But yeah, it it just that's the way I try to look at anything anymore. You know, even when I go to work, it is. You know, I know I know I'm gonna get paid. Right. But if I go to work looking just two weeks for my paycheck, I'll never make it two weeks. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, I guess it's like determined that anti-hero hero decision <laughs> yeah. what decision do you want to make you know, do you want do you want to try to be a hero or a villain yeah what, what's going to drive you to the point where you're trying to go yeah i mean that's that's it and what's going to happen when you get to that point point? and i still have no clue yeah <laughs> i mean it just it just it's it's amazing the decisions we make that gets us just here or yeah at, at work but just one little decision is so profound. Like he's, you know, we've been talking about heroes and villains, and just one little decision they make determines whether they're villain, anti-villain, anti-hero, or hero. hero. Just one decision. Yeah. I mean, and it, it it's all about perspective of those around that person at that time. Yep. I mean, you know, Cassilia, like Cassilius on the Doctor Strange, he's the bad guy. Yeah. Um, Sorcerers, he discovers that Sorcerer Supreme is f- pulling from the dark universe, the Mamu. Mm-hmm. And that's how she's lived for centuries. And the only thing he wants to do, he says, it is not fair that she does it and she, she keeps this power to herself. I want to get it and I want to bring the Mamu. Ma- oh, that's a hard word for, <laughs> for somebody in central Kentucky. <laughs> the Mamu. <laughs> Murmur. I want to bring him into our universe to give everybody yeah. this power. But and again, he's he's a bad per- he's a bad person. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's all about your end goal perspective, how it's skewed. Yeah. You know, Doctor Strange, he was a neurosurgeon and, a, and a douche. Yeah. And his only goal was to become the best. Become the best. And his decisions actually influence some of the people around him later in the story from the ones that he went and visited he uh to find out where uh sorcerer supreme was he asked him he said you don't remember me do you you know the one paraplegic yeah and he refused to do his operation operation because it's going to lower his stats stats yeah Yeah. so yeah i mean does and 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 i guess in, in a serious tone with us, how are we a hero, anti-hero, anti-villain in mankind, in in the real world? What determines that? <clears throat> that's, that's a harder question. Mm-hmm. So, so, but. Well, the way I see it, as long as I'm not trying to step on someone to get where I want, and what I do is actually going to be for the goodness of people and my own heart, that would make me a hero, and of course, self-sacrifice. 
<laughs> always. <laughs> Self-sacrifice. Always. Yeah, I we, will run into a burning building with a dog, throw him out the window, and I'll stay in that building if I have to. I don't care. Would you sacrifice your beard for a dog? For a dog? If honestly, if that if someone says I, if you shave your beard, I will take in this dog, treat it like my own child with grace, love, and humbleness, without the ability to grow it back. I, I would. I would get rid of my beard. I mean, I I can live with a baby face. I've done it before. <laughs> But if it's to literally secure a nice place for a stray dog that literally could live another 15 years yeah. and provide joy to maybe their children if they have any or provide comfort and compassion to a, a lonely person that's just living by themselves in a home, hell yeah, get rid of my beard. I'd be a no chinigan again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll just hit the gym a little bit more and try and shake my face better. <laughs> try to grow a chin. For yeah, just try to grow a chin. I, I can put on my steampunk mask. <laughs> That's why I actually keep it trimmed now so I can put that on my face again. You know, <laughs> we're, of course, you know, uh, at the hospital, right now, we don't have to wear masks. Right. Up until yesterday, we did. Oh, really? You, know, you still, it depends on how the ca- surrounding counties are oh. with COVID and the flu. But yeah. what's funny is when I put my mask on, I look like I get, get little uh, whisker horns that grow <laughs> yeah. out, and it, it just all right when I pull it pull it off. I got this line that goes here. Yeah. I got these two little whisks, kind of like little goats or something like that. <laughs> you know, like a little Billy goat. Yeah, but. <clears throat> yeah. Because when I had my beard down to here, I always put on what are they called the net. Like, oh, I don't remember the that. whole. Thing, yeah. I've actually got one in that box over. Hey, you might as well just get one to cover your whole head. Yeah, you know, just put it over like a bag. Well, that one over there, you know, it looks like kind of looks like the back of my phone. I can stick it on top of my head and also keep my face covered. And it just has all this right here, just covered. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd kinda, be the best way to do it. Kind of like a what is it called? A a helmet wrap? Uh, Something like a beekeeper keeps. Do, 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 do. What, what do they I saw it at Walmart today it goes inside of a helmet when you're riding a motorcycle it's like, it's oh a I whole, know what you're talking yeah. about almost like a ski, ski mask close to a ski mask but not made of cotton it's made of like very thin fabric I mean, we all know that it, all that was a joke anyways but <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different story isn't it we ain't getting political. Not getting political. <laughs> Not today, anyway. Not today. We'll see what happens next week. We we will do if we create another podcast called Political Ignorance. Then okay, sure, but <laughs> well, safely, political interest opinions. <laughs> yeah. Can't call it ignorance. We get canceled. You know them t- that them three in Belgium that watches you. You know, <laughs> right? Thank you. You're awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. You know, we discovered something the other day. You and Johnny was talking about waffles. That it's not with an M, but it's with yes, an N. Yes, Belgian waffles. That blew my mind. <laughs> I paid no attention to it. I'm not a waffle type of guy. It's the little things. What's <laughs> the little things? You know. That's a zombie apocalypse rule. Enjoy the little things. Enjoy the little things. Zombie land. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Flour, milk, eggs, and waffle, waffle iron. And waffle iron. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster tip of the day. <laughs> Bring your waffles. Bring your waffles. Belgian waffles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, but yeah, it's on the last of us. 
the the main protagonist, the main character, and it, I can't. I don't want to say a whole lot. I know you've not seen it yet, mm-hmm. but he is one of them. It's because I don't have HBO Max. It's coming. I had, <laughs> but uh, it, it's one of them. Like on the scale of the way you feel about the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. it just because of the dystopia type of future. What mm-hmm. he's doing is to save him and this girl. But is it morally correct? Did he have any other choice? Was there any other way around it? Because there is actually a growth curve, I think, to him. It's like this. <laughs> if I could put it in motion without giving too much away. The last episode is so good. Mm. It's one of them episodes that you're like, I don't know. But yeah. No. No. <laughs> How good you Yes. You're right. doing that. You didn't do that. I did see a teaser where somebody got bit. And, and that was also from the video game, too. Yeah. Uh, now, a friend of ours, he has played the video game. I've never played the video game. I, I don't have a PlayStation. He says it goes really close to yeah. the series on the, the video game. I'm all Xbox and PC. I don't have a PlayStation. I'm all Xbox and iPhone. I don't have a PC. <laughs> I feel so little. I got Android. <laughs> I got Plants vs. Zombies on there. That's about it. Uh, and Solitaire. I don't even have Solitaire. <laughs> it came with the phone. Oh, it came with the phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's too good. Now, so which one would be the the hero in that? Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I guess it depends who wins. <laughs> who am I going to have to serve for the next thousand years? You know, it's just, it skews that line, I guess. Ugh. You know, it, like... It, it's it, definitely the plants. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't even know why zombies are going for plants. <laughs> well, it's... Uh, the, the plants protecting... The plants are protecting okay. the world. Yeah, they shoot the zombies and stuff. Yeah, that's all it is. Well, zombies is evolution. <laughs> I don't know. There's no backstory. <laughs> you know, it's 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 like a battlefield. Yeah. You know, uh, you play Call of, I play Call of Duty too, and I've been on a battlefield kick twenty forty two. I've I've seen that. It's it's really good that it's a bigger map. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like Warzone. Yeah. But what's funny? You got sixty four players on this team, sixty four players on this team, and I think it's it's funny the way you look at it. You're always feel like you're the hero, trying to defeat the bad guy. Right, just like in Call of Duty. Yeah, and even if you switch sides, sides, usually it's America versus Canada, Canada versus Russia versus versus America. It's like whether you're Canada, and again, this battlefield. This is not real life. Yeah, Uh, it doesn't matter what your name changes on there. You always feel like the hero. Yeah, and if someone shoots you and that's, eliminates you in the game you're like what a dick what a dick that, that's, that's the villain right there yeah, how could you and yet you're doing the same thing right. heroes and villains yeah. the, the only way you can determine hero and villain in a game like that is if you actually play the story mode yeah and you're still <laughs> you're still usually the hero in yeah it. you're always gonna be the hero in those that, I guess anti-hero because you're always killing somebody anymore. Yeah. Even though it says don't shoot civilians, sometimes you just can't help you it. You just can't help it. You just try it. Yeah. Just to see what this what, what happens. Like a, the video game's Fable. Fable. I haven't. Man, that's been a long, long time. time. And that was a perfect game to 
where you could build up yes. through there. And and your your visual appearance changed mm-hmm. from it. Whether you use magic, whether you use swords, whether you killed the people or attacked oh. the way you, uh, there's supposedly a new fable coming out too. Really? For series well, X. I know that brought back some. <laughs> fable two. Uh you know, at the beginning it was if you chose to be the boy, then the sister died. If you chose to be the girl, girl the, the brother boy. died. Yep. Well, and then at the end of it, you know, you're if you're trying to go to the good side, you're going against the leader of the community Rules. that you're in, and everybody's claiming him as being the villain and being evil. And he has the whole look of being evil. But after you complete, you know, complete the missions, beat the main bad guy, which is not the leader of the community... You go to him, you know, you have all this goodness in you, and he actually explains to you why he done what he done, yeah. and that was to prevent the entity from coming into the community or getting prepared to eliminate that entity so that way no one will die. But the decisions he made caused evil to grow within him. So, when I played that game, I got to that exact point where I kicked him out of the town, and I promised one of the teachers... That I would give money to the school to get it back going from the treasury. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> My rocket got fixed. <laughs> rocket from Guardians. Uh, but he, you know, he was saying how he he took all that money and shut down the schools and stuff to the treasury to pay for the proper weapons to go against that entity. But my character promised that money to the teacher to rebuild the school so I did you know my goodness went up but the entity's power grew Grew. and I was like I don't know what to do now so I just (laughs) quit the game (laughs) oh that's too good I had that okay talking about Fable (laughs) this is a a side note is it Fable 2 or 3 where you can have a family I think it's 3 3 okay now Joni is never one to play many games like that she'll sit and watch Mm-hmm. Or she may put. We used to play Twisted Metal on PlayStation and stuff. Name like drop. That. Yeah. <laughs> Name drop. I wish they'd bring it back the oh. original way. But used to, and Fable, you could take a wife and you could name that wife. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, here, here's this. My character has always been Al Romulus because I always used, I used to always follow Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Romulus and Remus, the son of the Prometheus, which chose stole fire from the gods and gave it to man mm-hmm. okay well anyway side note well my guy was Romulus on there and he met a woman she was a whore at the time that's <laughs> once you know what I mean what a harlot uh, what a harlot and he <laughs> married the whore and they had a boy and a girl so I went through and renamed them okay I named my character back to Alan yeah. and I named the whore Joni <laughs> I named the kids the kids we had at the time. Now, I hadn't... Forgive me when I'm saying this, and you'll see where I'm going. Joni was watching me play this, and I had renamed all these people. And she got she got quiet, and she was looking at the TV screen. She said, why would you name that woman? I said, Joni. And I said, my character is married to her, and they have children. And she says, it says, the whore Joni. <laughs> So, 
So when I renamed it, I didn't delete the, the whore. whore. By accident. And this was an accident. What did it say? When she seen it, she seen the whore. Joey. Joey. Are you mad at me? <laughs> she was like, what do you mean? It <laughs> was hard to explain it. Like, no, that was her profession, sweetheart. I just yeah. forgot to take it off there. But it was, you know, you can imagine, you know, like, the Dick Bradley, you know, right, like, yeah. on the game or something like that, is the whore Joni. <laughs> the whore Joni. It's like, oh no, uh, I didn't even realize it till she brought it to me. <laughs> so that immediately put me in the villain section. Yeah, you 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 were screwed. Yeah, just that one unmoral decision. Unmoral decision right there to to make, to na- you, rename a whore. <laughs> you were a villain, but it was. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. But yeah, I'll never forget. I would bet I could probably re-download that. The birds are like, look, she's lifting up the door. She's gonna get out. <laughs> Jeez. Yep, you have yeah, to... you better stop it and stop it now. His parakeet is lifting up the door on throwing it up and down on the cage. Oh, yeah, Remy's gonna eat you. See that cat? Yeah. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> I was wondering what she was looking at. Bird was almost out. <laughs> it was throwing it up. Well, I just kept hearing something. Then I looked over and I see the door going. <laughs> yeah, keep it up. I dare you. Everybody takes off screen. <laughs> <laughs> to save the bird. To save the bird. But, oh, going it. But that was funny. It, that's just bringing up Fable uh, reminded me of that. <laughs> but, you know, I, even in Skyrim. Yeah. You know. You yeah. is always an anti-hero. Yeah. I, I, you is never a hero. I don't... You know, you see these things on YouTube where can you go through without killing anybody? Can you go through... I don't know if you can or not. That's such a long game. Yeah. I was playing Elder Scrolls Online. Holy crap. I'm not a... I've never been a big fan of Skyrim. It was just... It was a lot like Fallout. Somebody's knocking on my door. It, that would be... The whore Joni. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be Joni. Oh, that is fantastic. <laughs> as, you, as he steps off screen. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? We're almost done. Now No, he's gonna he's gonna have a lot to edit on this one. I think we're almost like two hours in. It's yeah, yeah a mi- uh, hour and forty eight minutes. How <laughs> long do you normally go? Uh, usually an hour. Oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, no, I, I was telling him about the t- about Fable when I named all the characters and the went woman in there. <laughs> so, yeah. oh. I thought about answering the door and saying that name. I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> the whore, Joni. It's the whore, Joni. Oh, it's fantastic! <laughs> that made him the that made him the villain. That made me <laughs> the villain. Oh, I'll never forget that. I was uh, like, what are you talking about? And, and then I seen it. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> then I just quit naming them. <laughs> uh, you didn't put the bastard child, <laughs> the bastard child, <laughs> bastard one, and bastard two <laughs> from the whore Joni and Romulus. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's fantastic. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's like this topic. I mean, it just so many little rabbit holes you can there go is. down. I yes. mean, 
gopher hose, rabbit hose, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> gopher hose. Yeah, you just go for whores. Go for <laughs> Went from Superman to Fable to <laughs> Star Wars. So you, you can tell where that goes to. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. That right fine line. Yes, this is the way. And this is the way. <laughs> and the last of us right there beside it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else? I can't think of anything. I mean, we've covered everything yeah. from Superman. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> from Superman to our book, the villains and yeah. heroes in our books to uh, we went back, we went back and forth from DC to Marvel to real life to everything. Yeah, I mean so. it is. Do with this information as you will. Yeah, hopefully you enjoyed the yeah. information. I mean it just it's just more opinions and research that we've done just to cover the topic at hand, and hopefully you enjoy it. Yeah, I did. It was fun. Oh yeah, always learned a lot, especially yeah. with Ghostbusters. <laughs> that is a good theory on the Ghostbusters. <laughs> they sent them all to hell. They're evil. Cast them into purgatory. <laughs> and poor ghosts. And poor ghosts. Never stood a chance. I mean, at least Dan Aykroyd's happy. Yeah. I bet he kept that ghost with him. You know he did. He's a pervert. I had forgot all about that till you mentioned that. <laughs> it's funny, they left the ones in the firehouse. Yeah. It never shows them chasing them. Mm-mm. I do like the female cast one, too. Yeah, it was better than I thought it was. Yeah. I've not seen the newest one. Afterlife? Yeah. I ain't either. So. I think it'd be pretty good, though. And it's got Paul Rudd. Yeah, and, and it's related to the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. So, that may be good. Was it Enoch's family? I don't even know. I just know their relation there somewhere. Yeah. I can't remember either. But I guess that is it for this long episode of Creator's Dementia. Literally an hour and 51 minutes. Yep. That's the longest I've gone. Good luck editing this. Oh, it's going to be fun. I'm going to spend a whole <laughs> week doing it. Look, hopefully, though, there won't have to be much editing except for adding in intro, logo, going through, adding in logo, outro, <laughs> and then bam. Let it be it. Let it be it. So hopefully it's not going to be too bad. I just had to... Clean oh, it up. And well, also I'll have to mute the sound on the camera and then add the sound from the P4 if it worked properly this time. And I don't make a mistake. I got face in you. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> I got so disappointed. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and then that that's the, my whole mindset change, though. Because when I found out Okay, truth, truth bomb. It did record, but wrong timestamp. So I did not know that. So it was there, and then I deleted it because I thought it wasn't there. You villain. I'm a villain. You're an anti-villain. <laughs> Shame. Shaking my head. <laughs> so now, now I know what to look for with this next one. No, it's been it's been it's been real. It's been fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, after I realized that, I laughed. After I was angry, then I laughed because getting angry was not going to help me whatsoever. <laughs> I lost it. It was gone. I even downloaded a program to hopefully try and get it back, but they wanted to charge me fifty dollars, and that was a no. So I was like, screw it. Just used audio from the camera. Worked out fine. Yeah. Maybe. So you know you're an anti hero. Now, now I'm an anti hero. Yeah. 
<laughs> Jeff that border. <laughs> I like walking that fine, fine, Walk, thin, fine line. That fine thin line. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> Next time I'm going to show up in my Mandalorian costume. And then Alan's going to come as Deadpool. It would be interesting. <laughs> Remy, you are not getting on that table. I don't think so. A safe place. <laughs> Put her in that cage. It's a safer place. <laughs> but no, it's been fun. Yeah, it was good. And like I said, Alan's going to join me full time now. So <laughs> he never tells the conversations <laughs> we'll have now. New logo. It's that means I'm going to get a picture and tune it up. <laughs> That's what I did the last one. Made it into a cartoon looking thing. Okay. Yep found that out too all right that is it appreciate everybody from wherever you are coming in and listening watching doing what you do it has been an honor and a privilege sounds like i'm actually making my last episode mm -hmm. i apologize it's not <laughs> but it has been an honor it's been fun it has been, it's been fun. you get any ideals Yes. That you want to hear us talk about, just send it Bradley's way. Yes, I say that almost every time. If you have any topics you would like discussed, now that I have a partner and it's not going to be one-sided, send an email to creatorsdementia at gmail.com. That's where I look at all my stuff. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, B underscore Rad Boothead. Uh, TikTok, and it's not... I did change some stuff. It's not... At Zed's Rising anymore. It is Demented Creator. I'm branding that. So that's all my social stuff, almost. Except for Twitter. Demented Creator, remember that. Demented Creator. I even changed it on the Xbox, too. Yes, he did. Pretty, <laughs> pretty good play on words. <laughs> but that is it. Thank you guys very much. God bless. Hope you have a great couple weeks till you hear from us again. Always remember that a sad backstory comes to becoming a villain and black cats like to jump on tables remy you're going to kill my microphone get down <laughs> shoot and what makes a hero is a decision a decision yeah. yes and without a without a villain there can be no hero and without a hero there can be, be no, no villain. villain so always remember that we all and we all know I'm a villain in someone's story. Alan's a villain in Fable for calling his wife a whore. <laughs> That's one of them accidental mistakes or decisions. He is the accidental villain. And just for the record, Joni is over there. Now she is. So we can laugh about it. Now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kinda, I don't know. She's got the death stare. <laughs> right. Uh, yep, that is it. So, Demented Creator, out. Peace out.